Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of Sippin' Saints. I'm Zach. Life group season is upon us. That's our, you know, the small groups we get into, our groups of community where we walk through uh, life in this season. So we wanted to just do a quick, short episode on why we think it's important to be in community. You know, some of us struggle with um, uh, finding the time or seeing the importance of it. So we just wanted to address it just really quickly. Um, so what do you guys think? What are we missing out on if we're not in community? What are you missing out on, Lauren, when you're not plugged into some community? <laughs> I didn't know I was answering there. <laughs> I thought I was asking the questions. Oh, God. Um, what <laughs> we flipped it on you. Uh, let's see. Uh, for one, friendship. Um, these sound very cliche, but they're all very deep. So, like, friendship... I'd say growth, like spiritually, even emotionally, when you're around people that are like-minded and growing together, you grow in your emotional maturity, which is important as a young adult. Um, those are the two that, that just pop in my head. Yeah, I think for bit. me, for me, I, uh, like it's really easy if you work in a church or you lead different groups or ministry, it's really easy to just pretend that you're finding community in the ministry that you're leading um, mm. and really easy to to not get plugged into a community where or a life group where you're not having to lead it, but you're just participating in it. And mm. I definitely notice a difference in my life when I'm plugged into a life group that I'm not leading um, versus leading a group. I get recharged differently. There are different um, feelings that I, that I feel after the the life group event or the small group event um so like on wednesday nights i'm a part of a life group where i just show up and participate and and contribute and engage in dialogue but on a thursday night i lead a young adults group uh, a small group of young adults hmm. and uh, those two are, are they're very different right because the one on wednesday night has different people f uh, from different seasons of life yeah there's a, a a couple with young kids there's someone who is younger than me there's someone who's older than me like it's just there's these different walks of life and I, for me it's really it's really beautiful because it's a picture of the church for me and like mm. being able to experience the church the people um in a smaller more intentional way has been really refreshing really refueling really recharges me in a way that leading a small group or leading a team or leading a ministry doesn't necessarily do. Mm. So I, I love it. I think if you're not put into a life group, it's, it can be uncomfortable. It can be awkward. Sometimes you can feel like you're stepping way out of your comfort zone, but I think you get the most out of it when you truly are intentional and mm. you, and you really engaged in, in the conversations and in the community, in the life happening within that small group, within that life group. Mm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. there's this uh, pastor from the 20th century named Dietrich Bonhoeffer. Mm. He's got an amazing story. But one, uh, he wrote a book called Life Together, which we went through as a church recently. Um, and uh, one of the quotes he has, one of the things he says is, um, let the one who is not in community beware of being alone. Uh, let the one who is not in community beware of being alone. Why? Because um, we are meant to live our lives. As humans, we are meant to share our lives with one another. We are relational beings. God made us for relationship. Mm -hmm. And it is in relationship where we are strengthened 
Lauren, like you said, where we are given the opportunity to grow. Hmm. And that then strengthens us to go into our the rest of our you know daily lives where we're alone, alone with our thoughts, alone with our experiences, and alone with our temptations. Hmm. And the strength that we glean from being around other people with whom we can share our struggles, with whom we could be encouraged, uh, strengthens us for those moments of solitude and being alone um, where we are not overtaken by our temptations. We're not overtaken by our struggles and our the thoughts that we can feel are so chaotic and swirl around in our head. So, uh, and not only that, life groups are a place or community is a, a place where we can uh, strengthen and encourage others as well. So, yeah. um, I think if we remove ourselves from that community, we are missing out on that strength, that encouragement. We need people we can share our hearts with, what's on our minds, what's on our hearts. We need people to share our struggles with and our temptations so that we don't have to fight them alone. Because um, like Ecclesiastes said, you know, a, a three, a triple braided cord is not easily severed. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I think that's what we're missing out on is strength. It, it's, we're missing out on a lot of life that God wants to give us through relationships and other yeah. people. Yeah. I found myself in like a life group in a married life group with people from all like seasons of life, yeah. people I would never have normally like interacted with. Yep. And at, at the end of that, at, at that life group, I was just like, man, I just love these people and I've been strengthened and encouraged yeah. by mm-hmm. them and have gotten so much out of, out of this time together. So it, it would, awesome. it will surprise you if you're hesitant it might surprise you the good and the beauty that will come out of it. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So first question, I guess, second question, really, what are like, what's the fruit of you being in a life group? So you said that you mm-hmm. are a part of a life group. You just attend, mm-hmm. you soak things up and then you lead a different group. So mm-hmm. with the group that you attend, even in your marriage situation, that group, what was some of the fruit that you walked away with very clearly, like as specific as you can get? Yeah, I mean, I like one the one that sticks out to me the most is I feel I felt recharged, like mm. I would go home feeling like I connected with people, I was encouraged, I got to encourage, I heard, I listened, I engaged, and all of that culminated to feeling recharged um, mm. when I went home, and that and 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 this past summer we there was no really life groups meeting because there's like a break that happens in the summer Mm -hmm. and i felt that like i felt that like longing to be back into a community where i felt recharged and felt like and that requires vulnerability on my part and vulnerability on someone else's part to want to engage in that way and to open up into not just go through the motions of life group but actually like the best word I can think of is engage. Like you're just engaging with it. You're, um, you're actually participating in conversations and you're getting to know people on a deeper level. And to me, I, I felt recharged. Hmm. I felt recharged. Are you more of an extrovert? Yeah. What about you? I'm majorly an introvert. Mm-hmm. Okay. So from your perspective, <laughs> because as an extrovert, yeah. you go to a group of people and naturally you're recharged. Yeah, that's true. So, I mean, of course, you know, you're recharged in other ways, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. Mm -hmm. But as an introvert, maybe there are introverts listening who are like, I don't want to go to life group. That seems overwhelming and tiring. Mm -hmm. What do you get out of life groups as an introvert? Yeah, I yeah, community can be draining. I see all you life, uh, all you lifers, all you uh, (laughs) introverts out there. Introverted lifers. Um, It it can be draining. There are times I come home and I'm tired physically. But... um, but there's a deepening that happens 
um, for me. And so it's a recharging in a different way, like you said, mm-hmm. a, a recharging emotionally or spiritually um, where I'm giving, where I'm given depth. My life is made a little bit richer mm-hmm. uh, by the diversity of people that I um, have fellowship with. So, you know, like I said, hearing from people of different walks of life, or even just, even if you're in the same age group, um, hearing from different um, situations and different perspectives, that diversity of interaction can only deepen your life and add richness to it and add layers to the way you think about the world and just being aware that there are other people in this world that Mm. exist and who have thoughts and who have feelings. You know, a lot of us introverts, we can, uh, when we get, when we treasure our alone time much, we often think very inwardly and can get stuck in our own Mm. hearts and thoughts. Um, And, and yeah, so being in community, even as an introvert, even though there is, uh, it, it can be taxing at times, emotionally or physically, um, it is worth it in the long run because ultimately it enlarges your soul and strengthens you and deepens your life. And then you just take time like, all right, uh, life group is on Wednesday or Thursday or whenever. When I get home, I'm going to read a book. I'm going to watch a movie or the next day I'm going to take a slow, I'm going to take a slow day or something. I don't know. Find ways to t- care for yourself. Yeah. yeah, but um, it's totally worth coming out of your solitude into, into community. Yeah, most nice. definitely. What are um? I mean, this is a micro <laughs> micro episode, so we're gonna wrap up now. But what is uh? What are practical ways that people can get involved or kind of find the yeah. right life group mm-hmm. if there's many at your church? Like, uh, I would say like, sit down and schedule out your week if your week isn't already scheduled out. Like maybe it is in your head, but not on paper and figure out what's the best, what makes sense, and, and then go from there if you can find a, a life group that fits into that. Or if you can't, maybe like to challenge you a little bit, reorganize a, to prioritize a time to be plugged mm. into a life group. So mm. I think like first and foremost, once you get to like, okay, I wanna be a part of a life group, now look at your schedule and figure out how to best prioritize being a part of a life group. Yeah. yeah Very great. practical, but yeah, yeah, it's, that's good though. it's true. Yeah, it's worth it. Um, yeah, maybe if there's not a life group time that mm. is available to you, um, number one, really ask, like, mm. is there something? Like, you'd yeah. be surprised at the sometimes the flexibility of your schedule and yeah. things that you can maybe say no to and sacrifice for a season. Mm-hmm. Uh, but also, maybe you can talk to the leadership and say, like, hey, this is my situation. Is there any other thing I can be a part of to still get this community? Yeah. Maybe there's a mentor that you can be meeting with, or maybe there are a couple other people who don't fit that schedule of what the the lo- your you know your location is offering and they can find another way to meet your need for community yeah. um so yeah there are other ways i think to to figure it out but i think definitely priority realizing the priority of community is yeah. is just so important because down the line you'll feel it you'll feel the drain you'll feel yourself start to slow down mm-hmm. because you're not having that that um that tank being filled up mm, yeah Exactly. I think a lot of people find it maybe a little bit uncomfortable to attend a life group because it's new or there's people that Mm -hmm. you just don't know. But sometimes the most uncomfortable things are actually the best things for us. So this uh, season as life groups kick off, make sure to check out what your location is offering. Mm -hmm. Uh, Find a a good group of people that love you and love God and grow together. It's going to be a good season and we'll see you next time. Keep on sipping. That's right. (laughs) 